I stared at the eclipse, and now I'm filing for disability. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, and you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the HB5 Studios right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? Before we begin, let me go ahead and introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit, though. He is the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, 2016's Honorable Mention Father of the Year, the inventor of the redneck egg roll. Give it up on old Mike number one. It's Mojo! Me and Trump both stared at the sun in the eclipse, and we both survived. We didn't need those stinking glasses. Well, I'm, a, I'm a little concerned what he said at the beginning of, the, of that song. What dropped a deuce and something? I don't know. <laughs> it's all good. So, hey, welcome back to the uh, Southern Fried Philosophy podcast. You can find us out, uh, find us on the webs at www.southernfriedphilosophy.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Southern Fried Philosophy, on the Twitters and the Instagram at SFP Radio. Also, please go to Google uh, Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. Uh, if you go to iTunes, which is my preferred podcast mm-hmm. listening, of is that it? Yeah, you go to the podcast button, or you go to the iTunes Store. I uh, just put in Southern Fried Philosophy like uh, the podcast also subscribe and also give us a rating that's how um, we we kind of we kind of appreciate ratings it could be a one we don't right. care we just want we like listener feedback so we've asked you for 46 episodes <laughs> <laughs> and people have done it we just we want more we need more of we're you. narcissistic like that so well we're not really narcissistic we just need you to do that yeah like yeah. one thing we just <laughs> you, you have one job people <laughs> that's right but also if you can uh, go to any social media and also you can share our episodes with your friends your favorite episodes and we also enjoy uh, uh, hearing from you guys through uh, email you can reach me at mojo at SouthernFriedPhilosophy.com, or you can reach Biggin at Biggin at SouthernFriedPhilosophy.com. I've never checked that email, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so you may, be, you may be all backed up. I may be, like kind of like my colon. Like the, toilet, like the toilets in Durham, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So Anyway, <laughs> let it roll, Bo. Uh, well, I'm going to ask you like I ask you every week, Mojo, how you be doing? Uh, trying to put this <laughs> as nicely as possible. <laughs> Boy, i uh, I'll just mm. I'll start out with you know burns my biscuits this week is uh, wait so this is it yep get about the curveball Ricky give him a heater dude <clears throat> so we uh, this past week we flew to after after the podcast last Wednesday we boarded a plane myself and my uh, three other family members mm-hmm. I boarded or went or wanted to go to Dallas and we flew uh, to Dallas that day so anyway. Uh, Get there at four thirty in the morning. You know we're all amped up already and four thirty in the 430 morning. Four thirty in the morning <clears throat> at the airport in Charlotte. At, at airport in Charlotte. Mm. Um, I usually have to go a little bit earlier because I have to wave off the uh, scans mm-hmm. and uh, I have to go through manual pat down. Ooh, so that sounds that sounds yeah, fun. Yeah, just because of the pacemaker, metal knee, I got <laughs> wiring in my chest. You're like RoboCop. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm held together with chicken wire and bubble gum. <laughs> I mean, so 
I have to always do this, and it's just one of those privileges of uh, flying, I guess. But mm. uh, it, yeah, you get you get that surly guy who's, who mm. does not like being at his job or his life, really. <clears throat> That's right. And uh, you always just get that guy. I always get that guy first mm-hmm. thing in the morning. There's there's never a chipper one that's like, hey, I'm I hate, I actually I hate to in do Ireland. This to you. I did really? have an Ireland, but of course Ireland has well. less strict. I mean, they just you know they're happy mm-hmm. they're happy to see you, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, they have the leprechauns. Yeah, and I, I'm. I think TSA is useless. To be honest with you, we. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> yeah. There's other countries mm-hmm. out there that don't, you know, that don't have this mm-hmm. tight security, and right. they're they're doing just fine. But yeah, so after you know, uh, getting my uh, my boys touched and uh, mm. a hand ran up inside of my rear end. Wow. Um, yeah, it's well, congratulations. You don't have to go through the prostate exam. Well, yeah. Good news is TSA cleared me of prostate cancer this good week. Good job. So that's, that's a that's a good news. That's, so. that's a positive. Oh man, but it, yeah, we we do that, and that's just uh, the, the mm. whole TSA thing just rips me every time. And I just <laughs> and it gets worse. It gets worse. I mean, it's just I don't know if these guys enjoy it or they just hate life. But <laughs> they're going to take it out on you. Yeah, mm. I, I think sometimes I think I think honestly I think TSA and also. Sh- Charlotte Douglas, but also I think other airports mm-hmm. like the bus bus drivers, you know, the or the shuttle drivers to the parking lots, um, the Curtis, the quote unquote courtesy hospitality help that actually yeah. work part of the airport. I honestly think HR must stand out in front of fast food joints <laughs> and waiting for people to be fired. They're like, <laughs> "Do you have a surly attitude? Do you Check. really hate dealing with customers? Check. We want to hire you." <laughs> That's that's their oh, motivation. I think that's, that's their it. yeah. I they're think. advertising on trying to get you hired. It's just uh, that's it, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, me me and the uh, it, we our flight arrived last night mm. at eleven o'clock from Dallas. You know, Good PM. night. And um, we're trying to find our car. I got two kids. One of them's asleep. I got mm-hmm. one of them's a teenager who just you know pretty much always asleep. Well, she pretty much just you know wants to argue about everything. So <laughs> um, we're trying to find our car. You know, yeah. and, and trying to find out what lot we're at and what section of the lot. Even the bus driver got in an argument with me because I, I asked her one question. I was like, can you tell me how they how these parking or how these lots line up? And she mm-hmm. just said, sit down. You can enjoy the whole ride. I mean, just <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. Sit down and know. enjoy the ride? I just told her. I said, what are we, at Disney? <laughs> I just told her. I said, you know what? I really appreciate the hospitality that you're giving me right now. So. Anyway, so that was my that was my grief and gripe. Well, and with, you, you had some fun getting to the old Texas, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, my daughter, mm-hmm. uh, she first time ever flown. She's five years old, so she had. I think it was a combination of just excitement and being up that early. But she did uh, manage to paint my wife and mm. throw up three mm. three times, three times, three times. Three times. So um, yeah, that's it was, thrice if you're yeah, playing then, at home. And then once we uh, once we got to Dallas and actually stopped at Whataburger, there it is. She threw up on the floor. At Whataburger. Oh no. Yeah. yeah so. What did you give her to drink? Like how she much had has nothing. she been drinking? I don't. I don't know where it came from. Because <laughs> the little midget doesn't. You know, she doesn't drink or eat much. So yeah. I, I don't know where she got it from, but man, it was just. Uh, did she get mad at you for calling her that? Said I should be a little person. <laughs> at five years old, I don't think she has a social <laughs> justice warrior badge yet. So. Oh my gosh! So how was the? Uh, you went to Whataburger. I saw that you. <laughs> yeah. You went there. How yeah. did you? I've I've hyped up the Whataburger. Um, I think pretty well, mm-hmm. um, and probably I might have overdone it. But they have a, a chicken biscuit where it's like a chicken tender on a biscuit, and then they put honey butter on top of it. Um, so I told you when you get there to try that. Yeah. 
just be honest. What were your thoughts? Well, about? also a little bit about Whataburger. Whataburger mm-hmm. is a, a Texas creation. It's a mm-hmm. chain out of local chain out of Texas. They have kind of same uh, uh, urban follow, urban legend following, like mm-hmm. um, In and Out Burger right. in California. So uh, they have just have a massive following. It's thank goodness you don't see the old Gart Golden Arches a lot in Texas. I mean, it's right. Whataburgers that kind of what mm-hmm. rules there. <clears throat> so I had you know, I had it built up in my head what it was about. Right, and uh, I, I was I was pleasantly pleasantly impressed. It was okay. a great biscuit, fluffy. Mm-hmm. The chicken, uh, the chicken tender with the extra honey butter. Mm-hmm. That's what you told me there to order, and it was it was good. But I also decided to order a wider <laughs> burger also for breakfast. So, so to paint the picture, I get a picture sent to me from his phone at like ten thirty in the morning, and there's a picture of a chicken biscuit, and then right next to it is a big A water burger. Yeah, as well. yeah. So how was that? Both them went down great. Yeah, yeah, that was good. It's uh, it's a great fast food burger. It's I not bad. You, yeah, I mean, compared to some of the larger chains that mm-hmm. you know have all the TV advertisements, I won't yeah. name those. You mm-hmm. know, just in case they might be a sponsor yeah. at some point. Yeah, I doubt that, but <laughs> I don't know if we'd want them. But right. uh, but no, seriously, it was, it was a really good burger to be a fast food joint burger. Yeah. So I, I encourage anyone who has uh, a water burger nearby, and I guess they're in several other states now too, but. Mm-hmm. I would definitely encourage that. So. I think I, there's one in Jacksonville, and so when Dad, when we went to go visit Dad, sure. we would stop in and get that. Unfortunately, now he's moved up here, and now we are that much further away from the Whataburger, so that made us sad. We just might have to go down to Jacksonville to visit Jacksonville now. So. <laughs> right. Who wants but, uh, to do that? <laughs> but we also did manage to find an In-N-Out Burger, Yeah, so too. tell me about that one. In-N-Out Burger, uh, you know, I think they're both good burgers, mm-hmm. but In-N-Out has uh, a mystique about them, too, from sure. California. It's just one of those... It's been around forever. They do a good job, and it was, it was, a, it was a great kind of a uh, icing on the cake for our trip. So we had a great trip, and then have that before we hopped on the plane was great. So. That literally was the icing. Absolutely, it was nice. one of those things. You, I had a I had a void in my heart from the last time I was out in California and had one. Right, and uh, we definitely it definitely filled that void. So, so. what did your uh, your daughter, the teenager, mm-hmm. what did she think about the In and Out Burger? Versus the water burger. Uh, she did not like the water burger. Really? Yeah. Um, I I think she's, you know, water burger is basically just like mustard, mm-hmm. lettuce, onion, cheese. Right. She did, I, I don't think she liked that combo. Gotcha. But water burger's good. I'm yeah. telling you. I I, I actually I, I didn't tell my wife this, but I actually snuck out because they slept until ten o'clock in the morning every day. So, sure. I, so I got up around seven. <laughs> right. I would get the keys to our, our people, friends that we were staying with, and I would go sneak out and get a water burger. Nice. About every Atta morning. Boy. So yeah. So that a boy. Yeah. I I, uh, I do like that. I, I would always go to the office and leave like twenty minutes earlier just so I can slide in there and yeah. get get uh, get the the breakfast. It was good. Yeah. And they're they're. Hash browns are a little bit different too. They're like a square hash sticks. Hash stick, yeah. yeah. So looks like the old uh, French toast sticks that you you'd get from the microwave in a box. Listen, know? I love those French toast sticks. Yeah. I don't know why, but those things yeah. own me like none other. You, well, they're handy. You don't need a fork and knife. You put them on a Shoney's buffet or another buffet <laughs> that's that's local. That's mm. right. They used to have those on the. Hey, buddy. That's right. They used to have those on the buffets, didn't they? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> now, interesting trip though. Tate, it, it's hot here and it's hot in Texas. Yeah. So. Mm. I never, I didn't enjoy Texas. Our, we have some good friends. Sure. Actually, they're coming up to visit here, not too, not too far away. But well, uh, since you opened the bed and breakfast, I'm sure they are. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, we we have a thing with them where we'll go to Texas. They'll come up here. Uh, yeah. So we go back and forth. So we haven't seen each other for a while. So they're coming up here. So and they're from Texas. So he's going to sneak a couple of those biscuits 
in his uh, luggage and bring them on up. So I'll be I'll be excited about that. That's good. So how you be doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Um, it's been a busy week. We had a couple things going on at the house, at the old bed and breakfast. We had to postpone putting on a new the new water line all the way down there for the the only reason because nobody will call me back. Oh wow, really? <laughs> so still still on that stage. Still on that. Hey, hey, can I get somebody to call me back stage? So that's been quite the adventure, I'll say. Hmm. Um, but on Saturday, Friday, actually, I got an email from uh, one of our big brothers, big sisters, um, sponsors, and they were giving away some tickets to the monster truck rally here in, in Charlotte. And so I was able to jump on that and um, got got some tickets for me and my little brother. And so we, uh, I picked him up, and he hadn't ate, so we decided to go to uh, the CeCe's because he enjoys the CeCe's pizza. And so as, as I... Uh, as we start to walk into the CCs, he asked me, he said, um, hey, do you notice I put on some cologne? And I, said, and I said, well, yeah, as a matter of fact, I did uh, about four blocks away from picking you up. And he's 13. So, you know, a 13 year old boy. Yeah. And he said uh, he looked me in the eye and he said, yeah, I did that because, my, quote, my mom says I smell like butt. Mm. <laughs> mm. So I said, so so let me so to cover that up, you decide you're going to put on cologne. Why sure, don't why you not? Why don't you just take a shower? Right. Quote: Showers are bad for your health. Hmm. Is this scientific fact? This sci- <laughs> did he learn? According his- to him, okay, and all of his buddies, that showers are bad for your health. I mean, so, you know, the girls love it too. The the chicks dig yeah. a guy who smells like just butt. smell like bo. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Well, especially at the age of thirteen, you got the hormones raging and True. stuff like that. So I yeah. mean, you got the you sweating all the time, you know, twenty four seven. Right. And, D- decide not to change clothes at all. Yeah. I remember those days. Yeah, you got one armpit that smells like fresh green grass cut, and another one that smells like you've been chopping garlic all day. So <laughs> it was like you just you were too lazy to put the deodorant on the other arm. You're like, eh, what, one's good enough. Yeah, what an awkward, st- what an awkward age and stage, man. You Would know? you ever go back to thirteen? Hell no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think there's any age I'd go back to. I I, I kind of enjoy just staying really? with that, yeah. So if if I could go back to any, I would I would go back to probably sixteen, seventeen, and mm. stay there for a while. In my head, I'm still twenty six, so I'm just I'm you know doing doing that life there. Yeah. Um. Now I don't feel like I'm twenty six. Right. I feel like I'm eighty four. Yeah. But um. Hey, in my head, I'm still still twenty six. Yeah. I, I, I did, I did. I think I did too much damage <laughs> in my teens and twenties. You know, I, I'm 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 good where I'm at now. Yeah. So it's a healthy place. Yeah. Physically, mentally, and spiritually. So. Yeah. yeah. That's a good call. I don't. I don't think I could. You think you're good? I don't think I could. The other big thing that happened this week was a solar eclipse. Yep. Um, I don't know if you missed that. I don't know if you because it wasn't on the news and nobody was talking about it. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. No one talked about it. And it was kind of a good combo because you had first day school picks back and the eclipse at the same time it's, it's cluttering up your social media feeds so, right yeah uh, i have to uh to get off social media for a while right when school starts because mm. here's all the pictures yeah i don't need to see your kid nobody else. mom mom papa they want to see it but yeah. nobody else does yeah can i just be honest with you well i'll just mm. send you a picture of my kid so well, her, I'll, yeah it'll be her first day of school so i'll, I'll take that one there you go um, so how did you get to experience any of the eclipse? I, we had no eclipse in Texas, um, which was kind of sad. You know, because Texas refused the eclipse. I, that's what yeah, I heard. They, they, yeah, absolutely. They, they pushed just, that back. They just bucked up and said, nope, not today. But uh, <laughs> Not in my state. Yeah, not. not my state. We're the Lone Star State. We'll do our own eclipse. 
But uh, yeah, no, it wasn't. You know, we didn't get to see it. But of course, we didn't need to see it because pretty much everybody had it on social mm-hmm. media. Yeah. But um, my hometown was evidently in the right center in the of end. totality. Yeah. And um, I didn't know so many people knew the word totality. Right. So that was which I was impressed by that. Well, because they've used it on the news for the night last yeah. four months. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of I was kind of impressed. Mm-hmm. That they, but man, just the sheer madness. Um, so I, I'm originally from Greenville, South Carolina, and we have a major highway. There, 85 is mm-hmm. our, our 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 highway that runs from that basically runs from Florida all the way up to up north. And 85 was nothing but a parking lot going yep. down. And a parking lot coming back. Yeah. And thank goodness I got to avoid it, but I got to hear everybody else moan and groan. But not only were people chasing the Eclipse, uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts, which is our, uh, another another gift um, from God in mm-hmm. the South. Right. Uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts issued a once-in-a-lifetime Eclipse donut. Mm-hmm. And people in my hometown <laughs> waited four and a half hours for no. a dozen of these donuts. What what made them so special? I think they had chocolate on them. Don't they all have chocolate on them? Well, I mean, like I think they were them? chocolate with chocolate. Or <clears throat> chocolate. I, saw, I, I I saw where duck donuts is that? That's another another chain. Yeah. They uh they did a half black and white. Mm. It was a black and white donut, all right. and people went nuts for those. Now yeah. I love me some Krispy Kreme, no doubt, especially with the hot light on. Mm-hmm. But four and a half hours, I got better things to do. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. there ain't nothing that I would. But man, I'd, I'd rather. Well, I was going to say I'd rather go to a concert, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, ingenious for Krispy Kreme oh, yeah. and Dunk Donuts and whoever else capitalized on it. But sure. um, yeah, I, I just go back to the regular regular ones the next day. Right. Yeah, so, they can't they can't taste that much different. But the madness, man i I've never seen. I mean, I've seen things, but you mm-hmm. know, people were selling uh, these solar glasses mm-hmm. they pick up for a buck or something, and they were selling them for ten, mm-hmm. hundred. I mean, it was just it was crazy. How know? much are they worth now? <laughs> it was, it, I got to give it to some people. They were actually pretty funny. People posting like two minutes after the eclipse ended, they're like uh, slightly used solar glasses, <laughs> ten bucks or something like that. That was I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah so the eclipse madness. So yeah, if, if you're mm-hmm. out there and you were in the uh, in the path of totality, shoot us shoot us an email or something on Facebook. Send us your pics. So we'd like to see those. Or listen, they're all the same picture though. Like I don't. A dark spot. <laughs> it's a yeah. I mean, like there might be a little different. It might be a water tower tower from okay Iowa. I, I or maybe like give that. you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like if, if you're just if it's just the eclipse, they're all the same picture. Well, maybe I tell you what. If there's a combo pick of your kid first day of school standing <laughs> under the eclipse. We'll take that. How about that, dude? Did you hear like schools were one schools were canceling classes or they were keeping the kids in class? It was one mm, or the other. Yeah, and then they were ca- they were canceling like practices and things mm-hmm. like that afterwards because they didn't want the kids staring at the sun. Right. Like, it's already over. Like, why Why are you worried about that? You can't even stare at it long enough because it hurts your eyes. That's right. What kind of moron? You know who who else has egg on their face after the eclipse? Mm, there's a lot of people. All those doomsday preachers probably. Oh, yeah. you know you have. You th- yeah. You have, when you have some type of <laughs> cosmic event that well, could be happening, yeah, they'll be preaching. Yeah, remember the old, uh, the old t- tennis shoe group that thought Hellbot yeah, yeah, Comet, yeah. they thought that, that yeah. was going to happen. That's right. Heaven's Gate Call. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I, but no, we didn't hear any suicide, so that's good. That was good. But, uh, you know, there were some doomsday preachers that were mm-hmm. like, Jesus Jesus is come. coming back. Well, I got to redo it. <laughs> two maybe minutes two, later. Maybe two, yeah. Two, uh, 2024 mm-hmm. will be now the new date. Yeah. So Here, Here's how it went down. All right, guys. 
Jesus coming back of this eclipse. Yeah. Everybody, here yeah. we go. Yay. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's all stand around. Do we shave our heads this time? No, that's good. Um, here comes the eclipse. It, it's here. It's over. Hmm. Here comes the master. I I must have forgot to carry that one. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do mullets next time. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. the mullets. Maybe our hair wasn't done right, yeah, so we yeah. got to get the mullet. Or next the proper time. tennis shoes. Yeah. Good <laughs> night. Uh, here in the old uh, Charlotte, I was thinking it was going to be a whole lot m- more dark. Right. Than it got it. I mean, it was almost like it was eight somewhere around that ballpark. Um, but I thought, yeah. Mm. It's a little disappointing. I think we here we're here in Charlotte. I think they were calling for like ninety-seven percent yeah. totality. So, but ninety-seven percent of the sun is covered up. Evidently, that three extra, you know, three percent yeah. takes a lot, takes away a lot. Y'all. So, I saw pictures from here in Charlotte, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was different than Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> sure. I mean, it was, it was it was totally different. So, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, people were looking forward to that thing. For, it lasted a whole three minutes, two you know. minutes and forty seconds, or something, or two. I can't remember. It was like two minutes or mm-hmm. something, but people were like, oh, it's life-changing. I mean, it could be. I don't know. Listen, the last two minutes and 40 seconds that was life-changing was my honeymoon. I saw I saw, <laughs> yeah, I saw, yeah, dogs and cats hugging each other. Yeah. I saw you know people making up. <laughs> what do pilots do during an eclipse? Mm, I, that's I, a was, good I was thinking that and thinking it's going to have to fly that day. Mm. So. But I, I think that uh, I saw some pictures of people on the planes where uh, they had the eclipse stuff. It was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so there you go. I'm sure NASA has some pretty good pictures, too. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. sure. Two minutes, 40 seconds. There's also the <laughs> Kentucky Derby, somewhere right. around that ballpark. Right. So Honeymoon night. Honeymoon night. Yep. Things, <laughs> things of that nature. How long I would last on a bull if I was doing a radio? <laughs> Two minutes and 40 seconds, you think? Two seconds, 40 seconds. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> I can probably eat 10 Whataburgers. And, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Mm. All right, so um, we are going to go into some wacky news. All right. You want to go first, or do you want me to? You go ahead. Um, you know how much, again, we've documented how much I hate old no-shoulders, uh, Satan's <laughs> little hand puppet. Um, a mom makes horrific find under her kid's bed. Mm. Um, and this is courtesy of AOL News. Who, does anybody even? I didn't know does, AOL was I, yeah, still around. I had no idea. They're a media outlet, evidently. Mm. Um, a mom in Thailand, I'm not even going to try to say the name of the city, discovered uh, her family's kitten dead outside of her son's window. She was horrified to find the culprit hiding under the child's bed, a 10-foot-long python. Uh, The mom says the massive serpent came into her home through her 13-year-old son's bedroom window on Thursday night. Uh, She found the kitten's body near the window's ledge and quietly began looking around the room to find clues and found the spotted and spotted the snake's glistening scales underneath his bed frame. Could you imagine like think in uh <clears throat> could you imagine like waking up, going to your kid's room and seeing the snake underneath their bed? Mm. Um the mom said that the son usually sleeps in his own bed, but that night thankfully he fell asleep in their mom's room the night before the incident. Two so, questions. Mm-hmm. Uh did she call nine one one and was it the bulk restrictor attached to her nose? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I had a bulk constrictor stuck to my 
<laughs> Ma'am, you have a what? A boa conflictor. Uh, she she called the animal control and they they came in and took it away. But could you imagine ten foot, ten foot in your son's room, mm. ten foot tall and be- beautiful hair? <laughs> no, that's uh, dude, that's that's frightening. I mean, yeah, could you imagine? Yeah, I mean, snakes like that. I mean, I, I could I could see like a three foot, or you know, right? Not being that terrified, but ten foot, I could. That would that would do some depending damage upon, depending upon the size of the kid. That kid, oh yeah, you know, if it was a little kid like my five year old, mm-hmm. that, that would be a tasty little biddle. That the animal control people said that it was an aggressive snake too. It bit, oh, wow. it bit them and kind of tried to wrap, and mm. they they put it in you know the canvas bag, sure, and then they released it into the wild. Oh, that, that's smart. I don't understand that yeah. piece because I'm sure there's not. Enough, I'm sure that's an extinct mm-hmm. uh, reptile. Or, Y'all. It's kill the thing. Can we not just destroy them? Why do we got to feel like we got to put them back into nature just to, so they can crawl back in? Yeah, yeah, that's Mm-mm. yeah, that's crazy. Y'all. It's like when they relocate alligators, like mm-hmm. one pond yep. over. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, we're gonna take it out of your pool and put it in the retention pond right next to it. Oh, yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah, we're, we're gonna take it out of this community and put it in the other community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> don't mm. make sense, does it? No, sir. Common sense is a superpower. What you got? This is from the BBC mm-hmm. News. Um, rescued piglets served up as sausages to firefighters. No. A litter of piglets whose bacon was saved from a barn fire has been served up as dinner to the firefighters who rescued them. Mm-hmm. Um, the 18 piglets and two sows survived the fire in Wiltshire in February, which saw 60 tons of hay catch fire. That's Holy a lot cow. of hay. In a controversial move, farm manager Rachel Rivers thanked the Pusey fire team uh, by giving them sausage. Mm. The firefighters fri- <laughs> firefighters initially said the bangers were fantastic, <laughs> but following complaints, uh, have since said sorry. Uh, people for the ethical treatment of animals, oh, aka go. PETA, aka we can't stand them, mm-hmm. said the piglets were no better off for escaping the fire. Well, as a matter of fact, they probably were. They didn't burn to death for yeah, one. Yeah. Plus, they get they get to spend a little time in piglet land and mm-hmm. and uh, you know form friendships and stuff like that and probably write their last will and testament. So it was a little better, right? And also, you get you know a little age adds to the awesomeness of the flavor of the pig, right? So. And they probably go down a whole lot better than just running around <laughs> on fire. But <clears throat> but of course, uh, but anyway, of course, Peta, you know, not to be outdone, <laughs> um, they will be sending Dorset and Wiltshire Wiltshire. Wiltshire Fire and Rescue Service packs of vegan sausages oh, so no, they can they see aren't. how easy it is to truly be heroes for pigs by sparing oh, them all no. the suffering. So, of course, you know, both sides call flack for this, but, hmm. yeah, what a twist of irony. When the Wiltshire Fire Department got the vegan sausages, he, they said, this tastes like crap. <laughs> Let's go feed it to the pigs. <laughs> Let's go feed it to the pigs. Um, pig, <laughs> pigs will eat anything. Yeah, but you know, mm. it's the circle of life. It's kind of you know, I guess babe the babe the pig mm-hmm. survived once, but not not twice. So the only thing I would be upset about in that whole story is the fact that they made it out of sausage and not bacon. Mm. Well, you know, in England they don't they don't like our American streaky bacon. Oh, they do they not? No, they don't. They like uh, a different type of bacon, which is pork loin bacon, hmm. and it's not the same. Mm-mm. Mm. I it, couldn't. I even get a little upset about Canadian bacon. Because it's not bacon. It's not, yeah. Yeah, it's not bacon. I'm sorry. Yeah, bacon, you try. Bacon is a, a delicious vitamin, I've heard, <laughs> or well, mineral. So so from what we learned so far on the podcast, right. one, showers are bad for your health, right. and bacon is vitamins. Vitamin B. 
<laughs> vitamin B14 or something like that. Vitamin D. Scientific proof, proof look it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Facts are optional here on the show. <laughs> um, speaking of things of political correctness, uh, the USC mascot squabble. Here we go. Mm. Um, and this is brought to us by a bunch of morons that don't have anything else better to do than to m- not only not be offended about something that actually shouldn't be offended about, but now they're just making things up to be offended about. <clears throat> um, so in uh, California, a cultural battle is waging, didn't see that coming, over Civil War icon that has spread to the name of horses. At the University of Southern California, a student group has declared the equine mascot of the school's Trojan football team a symbol of white supremacy. Hmm. Why? Because the horse bears the name similar to that steed that belonged to a Confederate general, Robert E. Lee. The USC football horse is called Traveler with Mm -hmm. one L, Mm -hmm. while Lee's horse was known to be Traveler with two L's. The student group's leader voiced her disapproval of the team's horse's name earlier that week and uh, at an on-campus rally to protest last week's violence in Charlottesville, Virginia. Um, white supremacy hits home, uh, Sophia Jackson, the co-director of the USC Black Student Assembly, told fellow students in pointing out the similarity of the horse's name. The student newspaper reported. Mm. Mm. I, I'm sorry, Jesus, but Christ on a cracker. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this is... And my next story follows suit with this, too, but... Y'all... Make it stop. Can I... <laughs> Awkward pause for effect. I, I just... I don't get it. No. We've had... Last week, there were 63 people that were killed in Chicago uh, of gun gun violence. Mm-hmm. Um, black on black or crime. Black, so 63 so people killed or shot? Shot. I'm okay, sorry. shot. Shot. That's uh, a lot. That's a lot of people. That's a lot. But... But how many were caused by statues? Can somebody tell me that? Yeah, I can. I've done the math. It's zero, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Zero people were killed because of a statue. Um, a statue did not like get off of this pedestal mm-hmm. and decide mm-hmm. to plow through anybody. Right. Um, but there were 63 people that were shot in Chicago just last week. So if you're going to protest something, why don't we protest that? Or something that actually makes sense. Or it could save lives. Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna bow a knee on the NFL for for that. Mm. Look, I'm all about free speech. I, I, got you. I truly am. Sure, I truly am. But just the the madness is is almost deafening now because um, when they're going to ask Travelers Insurance to change the name of the insurance company? Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. Um, God, so many so many rabbit holes you can go down with this I rabbit mean, trails, man. This is you're, you're looking for something to be offended about. You I, have I, to. And be. honestly, these people wake up every morning to yeah. find out to be how to be a professional victim. Yeah. So, and usually, I'll, I'm gonna get and say it as, as it is. Okay. Um, Bring it. <laughs> most of these most of these protesters, uh, antifa, fascist, anti-fascist, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. are snot nosed, privileged white kids mm-hmm. who feel like they have to be upset about something. Mm-hmm. Probably mommy didn't hold them enough or daddy didn't get off uh, off of work to, you know, to enjoy their mm-hmm. soccer game or something. They're probably playing their video games pimply-eyed and, and ordering their, you know, Domino's pizza talking to their only friend online. I mean, this right. is these are the kids that do this. But I mean, again, this is USC. How many times have, has California been brought up in that entire civil war? Mm. Uh, zero. <laughs> 
Oh, I mean, man. you know, they, they just have to get involved. Yeah. It it just drives me. Well, crazy. I mean, California is where a lot of this, you know, a lot of this stuff stems mm-hmm. from. As we've talked to sure. our previous previous guest, Mason Weaver, who's from mm-hmm. UC Berkeley, it's just it's just the radicalization of these kids, and they just they they I don't know if they just feel like they had to belong to something, and this is like the the new cool hip thing to do is belong to to these groups that yeah that really serve no purpose. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, what what values and virtues do they actually bestow? Yeah, nothing. I don't, I don't get it. We're, I just and, don't. And uh, I think one of the antifa. Uh, spokespeople this past week said we are we're trying um to stop uh we're trying to start peace through violence (laughs) what kind of statement is that again i mean the fact that antifa uh which by the way is not getting nearly enough news coverage no um the fact that they want to uh kill the white supremacists because they want to kill another group of people by definition, is terrorists themselves, yeah. right? And actually, interesting segue is that uh, there was enough signatures collected this past week. There was a petition actually to re- formally recognize Antifa as a terrorist group. Oh wow! So um, that's actually was there was over a hundred thousand signatures collected for that, and the, on WhiteHouse.gov or Change.org, and the White House has to respond to that now. Wow! So, well, here you know, go, America. I'll give you this. <laughs> Good job bunch of morons yeah and it's I, I wish these kids would actually look up what the definition of fascism is um it is not what we have right now it's not what we stand for mm-hmm. um it, it is it is basically fascism and communism and socialism are basically the same sides of a coin opposite right. side. i mean they're you flip one coin, you get one turd, and you flip the other one, you get a, another turd. It's right. the same turd at the end of the day. So, but it's I've never heard that expression yeah, before. Yeah, same side of the turd. Yeah, Got it. I mean, it's pretty much. I mean, why are you flipping turds? Because that's about the description. That's, that's, you can you're, get, right. Yeah. you're right. You're right. Because at the end of the day, that's what you get with fascism <laughs> or communism or socialism. Right. So, but uh, yeah, it's. I wish these kids would actually look up because what they're actually doing is mm-hmm. actually the defi- part of the definition of fascism. They're actually right. they're actually squashing yeah. freedom. Yeah. So I, I don't I, I don't get it. And, and once again, I will reach out to any anti five person who happens Please to capture this. Show. You know, on our sizzle words uh, that that you pick <laughs> up, that you, yeah, or what you call tag words, whatever <laughs> we put on the, on the on the podcast <laughs> that you can actually look up. Right. Yeah. I would, no, I would I challenge you. anyone to come on on onto this. The uh, hey, just explain show. to me. Why you want to kill a group of people that want to kill another group of people? Just explain yeah. that to me. Yeah, and also, why be so pansy about it? Like they go throw one punch and they run back in the crowd. Have you seen these fights mm-hmm. they do? Oh, no. it's, it's crazy. Or they'll take a, a take a a bike lock. Mm-hmm. They'll go hit someone in the head with, it and then they run back to mm-hmm. the safety of their little their little minions. Yeah. So if you're gonna do it, be a man. Go fist yeah. to fist. So I, mm-hmm. I there's no place for them, people like that in our society, yeah. unfortunately. This is going to be a really strange transition, but um, st- talking about being a man. Donuts. Um, <clears throat> gosh, I'd love some. Talking about being a man, I, I started binge-watching this new one. Well, it's new to me, Last Chance You. Have you watched this, this show? Uh, no, I have not. Um, it's a really interesting show. It's on Netflix, um, and, and it's about uh, this Eastern Mississippi Community College. And um, <clears throat> and that group, that that college, basically is taking a bunch of these Students that have either failed drug tests, that are um, didn't quite make the grades, that are um, had some some public image issues, and and have gone down to this Division Two school, 
and then they spend a little bit of time so they can get their grades or image or whatever mm. back up, and then they go back to Division One or the NFL or whatever. Um, and it's a really interesting show, and it they follow they follow the the head coach who's a professing Christian, uh, and they have Bible studies there and and all that kind of stuff. And then, but throughout the the football season they're following this coach is just like screaming and yelling and mm-hmm. cussing mm. like none other um to to his, his students and it, it just kind of rubs me the wrong way on that piece but sometimes you got to use those adjectives <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but he's just like yeah. he's throwing punches on refs and things oh, like wow. that so wow. it's he gets a little bit out of control Wow. So I'm just maybe, the maybe he's at that school because he can't coach Division One. <laughs> <laughs> probably right. <laughs> this is his last year. Too. Yeah, but uh, it's an interesting so- show. I would uh, encourage you to. Go I'll check have to it out. check it out. Speaking of sports, okay. Uh, this is you can look up any mm-hmm. any article or whatever. I just have to pull up the Kansas City Star. But, Here it comes. Um, mm. Have you heard about the guy named Robert Lee? Not the not the Confederate general, mm-hmm. but yeah. there's actually an announcer. Um, his name was his name is Robert Lee, mm-hmm. and he is an Asian American, right. and he is an announcer for uh, football, mm-hmm. for college football. Mm-hmm. Anyway, ESPN actually removes him for the from the September second uh, uh, William and Mary game uh, due to his name and due to the it being so close to the Charlottesville um, fiasco and protest and, uh, and the unfortunate death of that young lady. But yeah, they've they removed. This announcer, due to his name sounding similar to a Confederate general, and can we maybe describe said journalist? He's Asian. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's but I mean, and he's an American guy. He's an Asian American. What kind of dummy? Can I just say that? Just I, I'm y'all being in the South. We we learn about Southern history, right? It's one of those things, and. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what what war was it that or what battle was it Gettysburg or was it um, Fredericksburg that uh, the Asians on the Confederate side won? Um, uh, no, no, none, none mm. that I can remember. I've been told. Yeah, I, I don't think that I don't. We'll have to look no. that up. But yeah, that's no. uh, it's been a. Oh jeez, I don't, I don't I don't know where to go. With this this is the height of PC sensitivity and virtue, what they call fake virtue signaling. And and you know what I, ironically I thought, probably just my just me being naive, um, was thinking that maybe Trump would help stop some of that PC correctness, um, but it's just it just seems like it's worse. Well, he he says it. He's he's not politically correct, right? But, but it seems like everybody else. But is like I that. would like if he was talking about it enough, I was hoping like maybe somebody would come to their common sense and be like, all right, well maybe he's not so bad. But it just seems like it's worse. Yeah, ESPN hates racism so much that they're punishing Asian guy for mm-hmm. having an Asian last name. <laughs> Lee is an Asian last name. <laughs> well, remember there was that school, the Lynch School, yeah. that had to change their name because of Lynch. Like it, w- it was a family. It wasn't right. had nothing to do with yeah. lynching. Right, like y'all, come on. I I know this. I know probably the last couple of weeks we've talked about political correctness and just the absurdity. But y'all have got to be understanding. You know, just like we had know? comedy gold with Trump and Hillary right. during the election. This mm-hmm. is we have political correctness gold here. Every yeah. week we have something to go. I, I can't tell. I probably have a permanent red spot on my forehead from from smack yeah, from smacking <laughs> my you know hand my palm into my face. Well, that's not politically correct. <laughs> It just it is crazy, man. It is it's absolutely irritating. Mm. It's uh, 
I, I can't even watch ESPN anymore just no. because of the stupid stuff no. they they have hounded us on now. So I mean, you just want to sit down. You want to watch even just NFL. Like you just want to watch a football game. Absolutely. You don't want to get sucked into the political machine of mm-hmm. who's who's standing, who's kneeling during the national anthem. Yeah. That's just can I can I also say this? It's making the country more divided when you do that. Mm. You know? Just you know, either don't come out or I, I need the owners to actually step up and be like if you don't do this, then you're fired. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, here's the thing. If they want to do it, do it. I don't care, but don't put the camera on them. Let's focus mm-hmm. on the game. No right. One, no one really cares about the pregame ceremonies if you're watching TV or right. whatever. So I, I just I, – I just I – don't, I don't quite get it. And that, like I said, I, and I, I may get hated for this. I, I, if someone wants to kneel, they think that's a, a kneeling during a national anthem is going to affect change for, the, for whatever – purpose they have then go for it i mean i don't support it you're just being a rump <laughs> I, I i think that the problems that you're accusing a nation of are probably false i mean are are based off false statistics in your mind and are warped but it just focus on sports these these well we get they get contracts to show the stuff on tv sure. show the sports right and and if you want to make a political statement Okay, it is freedom of speech, but the the owners have also the right to Absolutely. fire you for for not completing a contract that's or right. going against what you're saying. Well, if so, they don't if they don't want to hire you and sign you, right? Then then that, that's on that's their prerogative too. Yeah. You know, it's amazing how well, a few years ago, what, five years ago, no one wanted to hire Tim Tebow mm-hmm. due to you know him being a positive influence in right. the in the in the uh, in the locker room, and of course, some people didn't like uh, him being a you know, the the pretty boy uh, slash Christian slash mm-hmm. whatever good boy. Uh, that he supposedly is, mm-hmm. um, but no one wanted to sign him due to the controversy that he caused in the right. locker room. Yeah. But now the tables are turned. If no one hires Kaepernick or anybody <laughs> else, or I think there's a few more right. the other day, and all of a sudden they don't get their contracts renewed, then it's like racism. Mm-hmm. Or if it's they didn't want to be signed due to their political – look, NFL is – my, to my knowledge, is a business. Right. I mean, and these teams are owned by owners. I mean, I don't think it's like – Government controlled. I don't think you know it. This is a private organization that mm-hmm. has the ability to do whatever the hell they want to. I guess right. so. They I should. Know. I mean, absolutely. I don't. I don't want people. To, I don't want people telling people that they have to bake a cake, you mm-hmm. know, for a certain right. whatever reason. I don't. Want, I also don't want you know if these these owners want to make decisions on their own, they can go ahead. That's their, yeah. their prerogative. So. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's, <clears throat> and it doesn't do anybody any good. Again, I think it's just dividing it. It's dividing the country. Why don't you do something good and and kneel for something that's actually going to make a change? That's actually going to do something good instead of just make make people more upset. Absolutely, but also um, you know some of these guys. We'll take Kaepernick. I know he's been the the whipping horse for a while now, but how much did he make over the last six years? Why don't you put your money more than where, I'll ever yeah, see? Why, why don't you put your money where your mouth is? Yeah, I mean both of us kind of do that with mm-hmm. with philanthropy and and. Uh, donations to whatever causes we seem fit or even if it's going and buying something for someone that mm-hmm. needs it we do that and that's a large part of our income yeah i mean it's a percentage wise yeah he could do the same thing he don't have to roll around in you know fancy cars and yeah this and that why don't you put your money where your mouth is and start donating to organizations yeah. that, you, that are actually affect change not just you uh whining like a little brat because mm-hmm. no one wants to sign you mm-hmm. so yeah anyway my two cents no i i completely agree do something actually you know I mean that that do, it doesn't take any any I'm going to say guts but it also doesn't 
do anything. Like all all you're doing is taking a knee. That doesn't really do anything for right. you. Like it doesn't help anybody just because you're you know that's the lazy way out. It's the coward's way out. I think. Right, but also it, it, just speaking of, of him, the the issues that he's protesting are nothing like the issues that that you know the. Um, they faced in the sixties when the players would do the same thing or raise a fist, or whatever. Mm-hmm. We don't have that type of racial division like we did then. We don't have the the same type of uh, hatred across yeah. this land. So the issues that he's doing right now is basically, I think, it's, I think it's selfish. Yes, yeah. we. I mean, the statistics that these guys quote are just trumped up to statistics that really don't mean anything and right. have no have no ground basis. They have no. Um, they have no basis in fact. They're just made up statistics to, yeah. to suit their point of view, and it's it drives me nuts. Mm. And it's amazing how many people latch on to these oh, the, yeah. these statistics yeah. that these guys quote or yeah. this cause, this misdriven cause. I mean, but again, it, that's our society where they hear <clears throat> hear a headline and then not even read the article, but mm-hmm. then quote the article like, "Oh, this is what it really happened." Yeah. But this, you know, clickbait. We're, we're definitely becoming a clickbait society versus yeah. the content of the of, yeah. the of the story. So. Mm. Well, I mean that that kind of wraps up our our wacky news point. Um, but we did want to kind of bring up a little bit of Trump stuff, right? You had a, a Trump article you wanted, or we wanted to talk about Trump and Afghanistan. Yeah, um, so I'm sure you guys have heard already. Uh, Trump made an announcement that we're um, adding more troops mm-hmm. uh, to the Afghanistan cause. So I I was just kind of curious what you what you thought about that, and I actually reached out to Chris with Warfighter Tobacco today just get his two cents because. I have I, n- I never served, mm-hmm. and right. um, I, I don't think you have. I mean, no. My, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I would have liked to, but I, I yeah, I didn't. Um, so his perspective as a soldier, yeah, um, he is. Uh, well, I'm not gonna put words in his mouth, but he he did give it a different perspective. Um, he had mentioned that places like that that um, it would take several generations to. Mm-hmm. Just like how J- Japan and Germany, you'd have to basically control an area and educate the populace. Yeah. Um, you'd have to build infrastructure for them, this and that. And maybe in a couple of generations, mm-hmm. that, that way of life would latch on. Right. So um, it's possible, he says, uh, but it's not one of those things that we can just go in there in five years and fix. So, my, well, Do we want to kind of talk about the points that he said? Yeah, sure. So let me... Um, Let's let's hear from the the horse's mouth. I share the American people's frustration. I also share their frustration over a foreign policy that has spent too much time, energy, money, and most importantly, lives, trying to rebuild countries in our own image instead of pursuing our security interests above all other considerations. My original instinct was to pull out, and historically, I like following my instincts. (laughs) But all my life, I've heard that decisions are much different when you sit behind the desk in the Oval Office. When I became president, I was given a bad and very complex hand, but I fully knew what I was getting into. Big and intricate problems. Terrorists who slaughter innocent people will find no glory in this life or the next. They are nothing but thugs and criminals and predators and, that's right, losers. (laughs) Ultimately, it is up to the people of Afghanistan to take ownership of their future. 
to govern their society <laughs> and to achieve an everlasting peace. We are a partner and a friend, but we will not dictate to the Afghan people how to live or how to govern their own complex See, that's what we're society. Saying. Good job. We are not nation building again. We are killing terrorists. The next pillar of our new strategy is to change the approach and how to deal with Pakistan. We can no longer be silent about Pakistan's safe havens for terrorist organizations, the Taliban, and other groups that pose a threat to the region and beyond. Pakistan has much to gain from partnering with our effort in Afghanistan. It has much to lose by continuing to harbor criminals and terrorists. In this struggle, the heaviest burden will continue to be borne by the good people of Afghanistan and their courageous armed forces. As the Prime Minister of Afghanistan has promised, we are going to participate in economic development to help defray the cost of this war to us. We're going to make Mexico Afghanistan pay for it. Afghanistan <laughs> is fighting to defend and secure their country against the same enemy. So um, there are some pillars that he was saying that I was, I was hoping that video would have. But, um, but basically, we're not going to <coughs> rebuild a country. We're just going to kill the terrorists. And he also mentioned uh, that we weren't going to tell the terrorists when we're going to go into attack. Uh, we're just going to go in and do that, and then we're going to um, we're going to stay in the country, and we're not going to leave. Yeah. We're going to camp out there for a while. So that's the new some of the new pillars that he has for for war. So go ahead and and keep going. Well, I, I, before I start on what I think, but, um, yeah, Chris from uh, like some warfighter tobacco, who's on a previous episode, mm -hmm. uh, he spent some time over there, and of course his co-owners also spent some time over there too. So mm -hmm. partners, yeah. Um, Basically, it, as far as a ge geopolitical move, he, Chris thinks it's kind of a smart thing because you have so many countries there that you know you have that are close by. You have right. Iran, you have Iraq, you have yeah. Syria, Pakistan. Obviously, was mentioned. Um, it could just be a, a thing of projecting power. Yeah. I mean, Afghanistan is not like a traditional country, so it it's really not like you know, people following a government. It's a bunch right. of tribes that are just you know happen to cohabitate. In the same land. Yeah, and, and on that point, you at least establish, like, a beachhead there, you know, so sure. if anything does go, we can just put people in our base and sure. and deploy from there. It makes it easier for, for the U.S. to keep peace. Right. Um, also, Chris was talking to you, because you know, I asked him a question, um, do, do I, do does he ever think it could change? Because he's been there. I, I haven't. So I, all I can give you is the things I've read and reported on. Um, but he, he thinks, you know, it probably could take two to two to three generations mm -hmm. just because just like in Japan right. in Germany uh, we, we still have we're, there. we're still there yeah um, Germany went from a you know obviously a bad a bad situation <laughs> to it's <laughs> to put it mildly they're nar a narcissistic country as right. he puts it to uh, you know there was a warmonger mm -hmm. and wanted to basically dominate the world and now um, Germany is a narcissistic country now but they're kind of uh, they're on a completely different side they're they're focused on peace and environmental mm. causes and, you know, money and this and that. Yeah. Um, but also well, Japan. Japan. Japan was bar, uh, barbaric. Um, they were uh, militaristic. They were ruthless. I mean, you look mm. at the Indochina um, uh, wars, they were just – they were brutal. Yeah. They, yeah. they dominated a lot of land. But obviously Japan's different now. Yeah. So it could be like that. 
to uh, that was one of his other points. Um, but if he he thinks that if we don't do something there, then uh, another Taliban uh, Taliban mm-hmm. or Taliban caliphate could be set up there, yeah. which would um, obviously be a worse case or would be a right. worse off scenario than we're we're currently in right now. Yeah. I mean, let, let's not forget how ISIS was established. Right, we went in, VA, we pulled out and left a power vacuum, mm-hmm. and that's how ISIS was created. Well, I see, I, you know, Chris mentioned about history, and I, I agree because I, I think history is a great arbiter and a teacher of how th- things are done, and, and history mm-hmm. repeats itself. Yeah, sure. You know, post World War II, just, you know, these countries in the Middle East were basically not really cohesive countries, or they had basically, they didn't have the same border borders that we're, we have now. Yeah. Iraq, Syria, uh, Iran, Afghanistan, that Syria, or none of these countries really had existed. Uh, we came in post-war II and drew these up and kind of carved them up into nation states. Yeah. So these people don't recognize these lines. Yeah. You know, they're, right. Like I said they're, earlier, they're, they're basically just nomadic tribes who have lived the same way for, the, for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Um, not many of them really care for a nation state and to have no na- you know nation national nationalistic pride um like you would in Europe or um right. the Asian countries or even America and and the western hemisphere they don't have that identity as a nation a nation state so personally i i, I think we need to be out i mean i hmm. trump trump you know promised that and i think he needs to hold true to that now i understand that you know you make promises and then you have to change i i, I totally understand that right but we're now we're now sending a new generation over now. The original, the original, I mean, what's the original reason we went over to Afghanistan? Nine eleven, right? Okay. Well, we're now having we're sending kids over there now that were either born on nine eleven right. or a little bit you know before. Mm-hmm. These kids had no clue what was going on. Yeah. So that's how long we've been in Afghanistan. Um, I just I don't think these people, and I mean these people <laughs> all with all due respect, right? I don't think they want our form of life. They don't want our form of government. They obviously don't want our culture. Right. I just don't think they're going to adhere to it. I don't think they're going to gravitate yeah. towards it. I and I think, think that was kind of his point, though, right, is we're not going to tell them how yeah. to live. We're just going to try to keep the peace and establish. Because being a presence in the area will help help not allow another ISIS to form. And see, I, see I, I don't – and here's where don't I, don't, so? I don't – I don't know. I mean, I'm not a – I'm not a – a political science major. I'm not <laughs> definitely an inter- international, right. you know, poli sci major. But I, I honestly, I think a lot of times in these societies where you have um, you have such a well, a country like Afghanistan where you have a high illiteracy rate. There's mm-hmm. not a ton of schools there. That um, religion is everything. Also, yeah. and then you have radical religion on some of the people, not all the people. Um, I, I don't think that they adhere to the same virtues and and things that we do. Yeah. If a, a bomb lands and kills a, a, a kills a father, the son will rise up and take his place. Right. I, I think you have this never ending cycle of of uh, terrorists being grown. They're homegrown. Right. So, I, but once again, that's my opinion. I, I just I really hate to see more American blood spilt over there, yeah. and, uh, and t- especially tax dollars. I mean, for people that sure. we can go build a school, and then two months later, it's now a breeding ground for. Uh, Taliban or whoever hiding yeah. in there as he, for human shields. I just yeah. I don't want to see that. So good point. But that's just my two cents. Yeah. So. No, I, I think um, I think that I give him credit for saying 
hey, I thought this way. Then I met sure. with the people and changed my idea. I didn't think I'd see that from Trump, <laughs> to be honest with you. That's um, good Trump. That was good Trump. So They will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power. I thought we were so just going to get that the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but he is trying to, I think, at least trying to make a little bit of a calculated, sure. more thoughtful process. So. I don't know. I kind of support that decision. I don't. I don't know. We'll see. I'm also not a poli sci major, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I guess time will tell, right? No. So we'll see. That's, how that it's out. one thing we promised you know, back when, before Trump even won, that mm-hmm. we, you know, if he won, that we'd call him out if mm-hmm. we saw him, or we'd support him when we saw yeah. him too. So this is this is it just happens to be one of the things I don't support, just because we've got too many irons in the fire already, yeah. and you know, Afghanistan has been. The, where countries come to die, Russia <laughs> has tried. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, there's many other countries that have tried to come over and conquer and and, and yeah. establish things, and it's just not happening in Afghanistan. My personal opinion. Yeah. It's definitely not on my bucket list to see before I die. <laughs> right. I, can you, I can tell you that now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, um, we're going to take a break, and we come back. We're going to actually talk with um, Marty from Marty from Commerce Commerce Brewery. So we'll be back. You're listening to the Southern Pride Philosophy Podcast. takes a customer three seconds to decide whether to stay or leave your website that's why a crisp clean and user-friendly website is one of the best ways to market and help and grow your business at webmerize web design we offer that and much more they pride themselves in offering their clients professional websites at affordable prices are you a small business no problem we can cater to small businesses by working with their clients every step of the way to meet their needs and expectations their number one goal is to partner with their clients to help and grow their business with a successful website. They work for every client, no matter the size. So if you'd like a great website, go to webmerize.com, W-E-B-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D.com, or you can check out their link on the sponsors link of our website. If you mention the word big and you'll get 10% off your website design order. Again, webmerize.com. Check them out. Welcome back to the Southern Fry Philosophy Podcast. This is something we've been promising for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Marty Jackson on from Commoners Brewing here in Concord, North Carolina. He's going to give us an update on uh, their tap room and what's going on with Commoners. So, Marty, welcome to the show. I uh, appreciate you guys having me on again. Of course. You're becoming our most frequent guest. We've got to get you a, a shirt or something. <laughs> give, give me a T-shirt. Maybe I'll get you guys a T-shirt. How about uh, it? I, I, I do have to say I have a Commoners Brewing hat on today. Oh, do so, you? Yeah. You're, you have it on backwards. Yeah, so I have it on backwards, tell. yeah. So, anyway, so give us an update. Last time we chatted, you guys were waiting for permitting and waiting for the uh, the Gestapo of the city to <laughs> get some licensing, licensing and all that stuff. So where are we at now? Uh, we're in a good spot. Uh, we have all of our permitting and licensing in place, and uh, we are planning to do a couple of soft openings this weekend, uh, with the grand opening being September 1st. Nice. Well done, sir. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, congratulations on that. So, um, we uh, I know I stopped by and snuck a uh, sample. Oh, yeah, did you? Yeah, I was driving down 85 and uh, from uh, Raleigh, I think. I went there to pay my tithing to the state. Well and done. And, uh, yeah, stopped in. Mar- and uh, Jonathan poured me uh, a couple handles of uh, Tasty Brew. So what uh, what what do you guys have on tap or going to have on tap for this grand opening? Uh, well, let's see. For this weekend, uh, we will definitely have um, five beers on tap for this weekend. 
Uh, we're going to have our uh, Blonde Ale, a uh, IPA, a Stout, a Porter, and a Spiced Pale Ale. Ooh, come on with it. Nice. So uh, those will be on tap this weekend for the soft opening. Uh, hoping uh, things go as planned, we'll have two additional beers to add for the grand opening. Uh, one being an Irish Red. Mm. And the other one being uh, a second IPA that we're working on. Nice. Mm. I have uh, I sent my email request for soft opening, and I haven't got anything back yet, so I'm a little, uh, I'm a little you, sad. You should get that today. All right. Uh, we we <laughs> finalized the we finalized the list today. Uh, be honest with you, we've got a lot of family coming in from out of town. Sure. So the three of us were reviewing the list and trying to make sure that, like. We didn't have everybody there on a yeah. Friday or everybody on a Saturday, but like if family, I want all my family there together because mm, sure. they, they kind of requested to travel together and just different stuff like that. So we tried to do as best we could to go through that list and make sure that each family was kind of kept together. So um, they, you know, again, for travel purposes and just for just ease and comfort of th- their experience. So Marty, you that's act, one of the reasons. You act like that, I'm a fat kid that didn't get picked last at kickball. I understand. No, I understand. He's like no, Santa you, checking his list. It's a good call. Actually, I wouldn't invite me either, so you're, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> everyone who signed up will be getting an invitation. Uh, we gave our um, our website guy the go-ahead today to send them out, so cool. he'll be getting those out. I didn't send one in. Oh, you lazy. Yeah, well, that's that's how I roll. <laughs> I'm always the last to know of anything. You're the guy that just shows up just for like, oh, I didn't hey, get an invite. Yeah, I'm still yeah. here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, I know that guy over there. Can you get me in? <laughs> yeah, you're I, that guy. I have stopped at weddings and ate before. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I'm really excited for you guys yeah. launching this uh, September 1st. Um, uh, I hope the best for you guys, and I can't wait to see not only what you do, but like the ministry that you're going to have there as well. So it'll be some good We're, stuff. We're very much looking forward to that. We're going through some of the details now of the Sunday evening service and trying to uh, finalize that. Nice. Um, we will probably kick that off uh, in early October. Cool. Um, just to give enough time to, um, you know, the ministers speaking are doing so on a rotating basis. So mm-hmm. coordinating that and making sure we have them all lined up. Um, musicians, obviously. And we're going to do some of the music ourselves, but we've been so busy with... Uh, making beer and getting the um, construction done that we're kind of a little rust, rusty and out of practice. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I, I do play so, a mean cowbell. I'm just offering that up. Hey, the world needs more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> Got a fever, right? Yeah, well, don't forget us. We'd like to be in the rotation of the mix. So, Oh, please. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, just um, over the – well, we'll we'll coordinate offline yeah. on that, obviously, but um, definitely would be will, be interested in having you in the mix on that. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, congratulations once again. So September 1st, everybody uh, head down to Commoners. Not, maybe not at one time. Maybe spread up in the right. next few days. But, but yeah, uh, We're, we're going to be open the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd uh, for our grand opening. Um, about five hours each day. We'll post it on social media exactly what the hours will be. Nice. Um, we'll have uh, you know, Copper Ale houses there to provide food. We're also going to have a couple of food trucks. Um, you know, everybody everybody loves tacos, so we got a uh, taco burrito food truck lined up for mm. um, Friday and Saturday. And I think everybody also loves mac and cheese, hey, and buddy. we have a mac and cheese food truck lined up for Sunday. Now we're talking. 
So I think, uh, you know, beer and tacos, you doesn't get a much better combination mm-hmm. than that, except unless you are a mac and cheese guy. And then <laughs> yeah. well, I'll, I'll put my order in for barbecue if you ever need a request. Oh, there yeah. you go. Well, the mac and cheese guy does a barbecue mac and cheese. Son, mm-hmm. that sounds simple. Mm-hmm. On a Sunday, too. <laughs> yeah. <Man>. yeah. <laughs> so for all of our Tokyo listeners, if you want to go ahead and buy your tickets, your plane tickets now to Concord, you could do that and still still make it for the opening. Well, actually, yep, the Tokyo, shot. Yeah, Tokyo yeah. listeners should probably go to your website and actually order some commoners uh, gear, I'm oh, sure, yeah. right? So. Uh, we don't have the online store up yet, but it will be coming online right after grand opening. Well, there cool. you go. There you go. Well, once again, hey, so, uh, give us uh, give us your address for those uh, local that want to come by and check out a great great new brewery. Uh, yeah, the address is uh, 1048 uh, Copperfield Boulevard, Suite 101, um, the Concord, North Carolina, 28027. Uh, we're the only um, suite in the building with a balcony. We're pretty easy to find. Nice. And uh, sunsets are awesome. If you uh, oh, get a yeah. chance to come up in the e- late evening, um, sunsets are amazing from that balcony. So, Very cool. Um, you know, you can one thing. One thing I was going to say. Um, details will be going out shortly on this. Uh, we will be doing pre-sales for grand opening. So um, it's just going to be a way to slow down or speed up the transaction at the bar. If you know you're coming, stop by the brewery next week, pick up a pre-purchase card, and that's good. For, it's going to be good for three beers. Nice. And instead of having to wait in line to pay for your beer, we'll have a line that's just for just for the pre-purchase cards. So you kind of speed it up yeah. if you have time to do that. So, so pre-purchase your cards. Go ahead and line up a Uber or a DD. There you go. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, we're we're limiting the cards to three beers, so. Or three, you know, three, uh, three you, cards. Gotcha. <laughs> if you if you spread that out over of uh you know a couple hours, you should be okay. There we're you go. That's right. trying to be we're trying to be aware of that also. No, absolutely. Uh, Drink responsibly. That's, that's not well, that's no one's goal in a brewery to to make sure anyone stumbles out. So that's not the absolutely. that's not the brewery model. But uh, well, once again, you guys can uh, pe- our listeners, we can you can check them out on Commoners uh, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, what was the website again? Commoners Brewing. Uh, CommonersBrewingCompany.com. All right. Well, thanks again. Thanks for uh, call, uh, letting us call you and uh, give, give our listeners an update. We appreciate that. Hey, guys, anytime. I uh, love hanging out with you guys. So just uh, give me a call anytime you want. And please stop by and see us. Uh, you will be. forward to talking to you. Yeah, you'll be seeing us. All right. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. Thanks, All right. Man. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> All right. So um, appreciate him being on the show. We we did. You did pose a Facebook question of the week. Yeah. What is your favorite arcade game? Yeah, what was the arcade game that actually took all your coins? Uh, for me growing up, it was Area 51. Uh, I played that with uh, our web guy, uh-huh. Robert. Um, man, we, we poured so much money into that game, and we never beat it. And so actually he today he uh, sent the thing where uh, we're going to try to buy one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Only $1,700, no big deal. Mm. Well, I mean, if you think about it, how much money would you waste uh, playing it? Oh, yeah, so you, probably about $1,700. Yeah. Yeah, we well, would break even at that point. Well, then you can resell it. <laughs> right, that's or, a good point. Or, or we can start our arcade empire with it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know that, but um, here in downtown Concord, they're going to be opening up a, it's called the basement. Uh, Which is think, not in the basement. but The irony, yeah, right? I guess it's talking about the millennials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but it is a, it's going to be a barcade, which mm-hmm. you can have drinks and you can play old school uh I, I think I actually I think I'm gonna do my birthday party there. Are my, you my adult birthday party? There That'd you go. Great. That's a good idea. So some of the uh, oh, cat Catherine, skee ball. To this day, I I'll agree with you on skee ball. I love me some skee ball, 
There's a couple of people that said that. Yeah, yeah. Ski ball is fun. What if about you can you? ever get to it. That's true. What about God, you? Uh, games that I played a boatload of. Because mm-hmm. uh, let me rewind. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. there was a place called Putt Putt Golf. Oh yeah, remember I remember Putt Putt. Yeah, Putt Putt uh, Putt Putt Arcade Mini Golf. Yeah, is what it was. See, Putt Putt has a little building, uh, probably maybe four thousand square feet, maybe, mm-hmm. and, and just a boatload of arcade games mm-hmm. and uh, air hockey. Yes. Um, even had the little turntable air uh, foosball. Yeah. Air hockey foosball. Mm-hmm. We had USA versus Russia. <laughs> um, and just every arcade always knew. Yeah. And Saturdays they ran a deal. It was 20 bucks. Yes. Parents could drop you off, lock you inside. They had basically parents would get a, like Maybe. a six-hour window. <laughs> you know. So that 20 bucks gave you, you know, tokens. It gave you a hot dog and a soda. Mm-hmm. And I, we every Saturday it was me and a couple of buddies, uh, Brian Fisher and Mark Patterson, and we'd get dropped off up there and we'd play video games. There and, you go. And uh, I'd probably burn through my my tokens in probably about seven or eight minutes. <laughs> so, but uh, it was faster than the eclipse. That's right. But um, Paperboy, mm-hmm. that was a good one. Uh, Contra was one of them. Yes. Oh, my Contra. God, Contra. Up, yeah. down, up, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. Yep. They gave there you, all you the, go. Gave you all the weapons, right? The um, 100 lives. Yep. And then uh, I, I did like Double Dragon. I didn't, I didn't play that one. Didn't play that one. Uh, Rampage. You remember Rampage? Mm-mm. Rampage had, like, uh, Godzilla and they had King okay. Kong. And you go, you'd basically, your goal was to climb a building and knock it down. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I found that intriguing. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, that was some of my favorites. That usually took my took the, the the brunt of my coin load. Yeah. Um, Spy Hunter. That, I always liked that oh, one. That was a car Hunter, game. Yeah. Remember that one? Of course, Donkey Kong, Super Mario Brothers. Those were those were all great ones. Galaga. Um were also good ones. One thing, after being married to my beautiful bride for, uh, it was a 12-year mark, I never realized how much she has a passion for pinball. Had, had no clue. And uh, we oh. were at uh, a place called Abari, uh, also in downtown uh, Charlotte, actually, that was also the kind of same right. thing, beer and, and, and drinks and, and the game. And she just loves pinball, and I ever, never knew it. I beat her, and I still feel bad that I, had, <laughs> I I beat her in the game that she loved the most. So, but I had no idea. Twelve years of marriage, boom, right there. She she's a pinball person. I would throw this song on for <laughs> your wife <laughs> in honor of you, honey. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that those are some pinball. Was uh, I was never really good at it. No, I love playing it though. I don't understand if there's a skill to that or not. I mean, I, I just keep hitting as hard as I can, the, like the, the yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. Now, every, every once in a while, I get it in that little cradle, right. you know, where it comes down just far enough where I can hold it. Yep, the paddle. Yep, yep and then just let her go and then hit it really quick. That was yes. my, that's my only strategy. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I was never good. I mean, I was decent, but, man, there's some people out there that were just phenomenal. They oh, could yeah. shake the machine correctly yeah. and bounce it off of yeah, you know, the railing and stuff, and get extra points. I'm trying to even think of some of the great pinball machines I actually played. Like I think some of the original, maybe Star Wars was mm-hmm. great. Yep. Uh, Kiss. Oh the yeah. The band had a great pinball. Yeah, pinball. The one at the uh, the arcade in Charlotte is Indiana Jones, Ooh. where you didn't pull the trigger back; it yeah. was actually a gun, and you you nice. shot the gun and it, it took off. Yep. But the thing that on that I do like where you can control 
how far it goes, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know, or how. Mm-hmm. But that one, just the gun, it just shoots out. But. Yeah. Then the pinball, they, they, the pinball machine started getting crazy. They had like as soon as you fired it, it had the swirly swirls, like it'd go mm-hmm. up and like. Yep. So uh, those, those were uh, those were a little past my prime in playing pinball, but. <laughs> They're still pretty neat, so I'm excited about this. Uh, this uh, the basement opening up. Yeah, I think it'll be kind of cool. I think, uh, but arcades, arc- mm-hmm. arcades, I, I, something I really wish was around for kids now. Yeah, because it was a great little hangout. Um, everyone went there from jocks to you know cool kids to mm-hmm. nerds to you know what I'm saying. It was like yeah. one place everybody could get together. So I really wish we had that for our kids now. Yeah, and um, for us. That was kind of like new technology, you know what I'm saying? So you right. got to live vicariously through this character on the screen. Yeah. So, uh, and kind of much like now, but it was it was a little less uh, advanced than it is now. <laughs> I mean, obviously uh, the the double dragon character, I could not be that double dragon character, but but uh, it was, I don't know, it's just cool. What uh, where where did the the roller skating rink fall down for you? Did you uh, ever go to the roller skating rink? I yeah, I would go, but mm. I couldn't skate. I suck. <laughs> you, you were the guy that stood there. I was the one that went out there and about broke his uh, uh, tailbone. Yeah. So I just had I I retired I retired my my roller skates pretty quick. Listen, I always wanted to punch the guy that that would roller skate backwards. <laughs> You're like you show off. I just wanted to punch you in and your he, face. And he do it like speed skating. Oh style. yeah, yeah. And I was like, you. Mm. I I uh, went around the wall several several times, mm-hmm. but then I actually got to go in the middle mm-hmm. and and you know I held my own for a little bit. Yeah, I, I was not gifted with the uh, gift of mm-hmm. balance. <laughs> um, I was more gifted with the the gift of inertia and gravity. For yeah. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I just the, the physics never worked for me. So the two things that sidelined me while I was roller skating was when the pizza was done. Ooh. You know, when the hot pizza yep. was done, I'd, yep. I'd immediately get off the floor for that. And then the second one was couple skate. I was already out. Yeah. There, there was no way I was getting out. I, I used to go up there to talk to chicks, but chicks oh, never yeah. want to talk to me. Of course. So. You know why? Because I put a gallon of cologne on and, <laughs> and tried and to did, cover up. Because, and didn't wash your one armpit. Yeah, because <laughs> baths are bad for you. They're not healthy. Science. <laughs> science. Weird science. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks for uh, everyone submitting their uh, submitting their game or arcade suggestions. Maybe one of these days I'll buy me a full-size... Paperboy. So Is that the one you would game. get? Actually, I don't know. I think mm-hmm. – actually, I'm going to cheat and just get one of those arcade machines that has all the games on it. Oh, that's a good yeah, idea. that would be just – Fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that that game drove me nuts. Spy Hunter, too. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, uh, we're we going to take off here, but um, we are in a new studio. I want to say that. We're, we're yep. still at HB5. They put us further in the back to hide us. But that's all right, though, because we're actually going to take an official sponsorship, we're hoping to, for, to rename the studio. So, <laughs> so if, I'm going to ask the, our, our listeners, if, and we'll, we'll put this on the podcast question of the week next week, if you could rename the studio, what would you name it? Yeah. So we'll see. Should we get some interesting questions on yeah, that? Yeah, it'd be nice if Budweiser. We'd, I guess we'd have to talk about Budweiser then. Oh, no. Maybe well, Commoners? I would say Commoners. Well, well, I, I would love, like I would love for Commoners. $5 million dollar check. Love, yeah, I would love for Commoners to be it. Or Warfighter Tobacco. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Those are good ones. The yeah. Warfighter Studio. Or uh, First Redeeming Baptist Church of the Redemption of Christ could could sponsor us too. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those. It's one of those churches you go off seven side roads and down a dirt road. It's, it's okay. like a really long name of a yeah. church. So <laughs> it usually has the, uh, the Christmas decorations still up in July. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's funny. Anyway, we always appreciate you guys tuning in. And as always, please go to iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Uh, like I said, iTunes is my preferred choice. Go yeah. to iTunes, uh, subscribe, mm-hmm. also give a rating. And that's how you make sure you get our latest episodes as soon as we uh, release them. And also the rating helps us out. Yeah. And we appreciate that. But also go to Facebook at Southern Fry Philosophy. You can also go to our website at southernfryphilosophy.com on the Twitters and the Instagram at SFP Radio. All right. Well, as always, keep looking up.